Shit gets really, really dirty, really messy, and really shitty at times. If you're in roller derby, you understand this. If you're not in derby, you might understand this. And if you just started and haven't experienced this, awesome. Stay pure, my love. Keep skating, and I hope this book helps. This romance is definitely worth it. But I write this to bring balance to the lives of go-getter women with strong personalities and addictive personalities who love to be loved, but also love chewing people up and spitting them out if such an occasion presents itself. Balance, skaters. You can't skate without it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the BWAMS podcast. My name is Richie Marufo, and I will be your host. And we're coming to you from Power at the Pass here in El Paso, Texas. And check it. We've been kind of off for a little bit, a little hiatus. Uh, we haven't had guests on for a while. But you know what? We're back, and we're getting ready to do more interviews. So look forward to that. But I think some of the best ways to start is strong. We have to. And so we have our, our today's guest, I think, is the perfect uh, encapsulation of starting, you know, to start off today's show, we have Deanna Ortega now. So how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Cool. Welcome, welcome. And so to give you a, a quick idea of, of who she is, um, I have, I'm holding her newest book in my hands and I love what was written. So I'm going to kind of read that so you can have an idea leading into this conversation about who she is and and uh, where we can move forward in this conversation. So Deanna is a badass single mom who has jammed her way around the roller derby circuit for the past 12 years. Having overcome addiction, negotiated difficult relationships, and endured numerous traumatic losses within her family, she has survived against the odds to become a successful derby captain, triathlete, and hairstylist. Hailing from the vibrant border city of El Paso, that's home, she is the author of Forget Soldadera, a book of personal poetry. It came out in 2018, 2020. We're here, and I'm holding your newest book, My Derby Romance. So once again, welcome. And for real, this time we're here, we had a little bit of a false start. <laughs> and that's just me being rusty. But uh, you're not rusty. You have two books in from in two years, 2018, 2020. Um, so let's let's just really like, first of all, for the uninitiated, I know most people probably already in the know, especially people who are listening, your friends, people on, on your teams. They, they're like, yeah, I know what Derby is. But, you know, for someone who doesn't, you want to give like a quick little, just a brief summary of what that might be? Not what it might be, what it is. What it is, what it is. Um, it is hard to explain for <laughs> me. Everybody does it so well, you know. I just leave it to my other um, derby, you know, family to explain when I'm standing around. But I'm going to do my best. <laughs> and I've been doing it for 12 years, but I just don't know how to explain it. I just do it. I, I just keep gas. I just go I, and I don't do, need to explain just, it. Just say, just say, just play. And I go and I do it. So... <laughs> Um, it, 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 it does have roles and, and there are positions and it's a full contact sport and there's five players from each team on the track in the front. You have a pivot, not so much in the front anymore. The rules have changed, but you have a pivot. She wears a panty, a panty is a helmet cover and it's got a stripe on it. She controls the pack speed wise. Mm -hmm. And then you have three blockers. And then you have a jammer in the back. The jammer wears a, a helmet cover also, and it has a star on it. And she's the one who makes the points. Right. And every time you pass somebody from the opposing team, you get a point. 
And the objective is to not let her pass you. That's what and the blockers I, are. Yeah, that's what the blockers are for. And um, and I'm a jammer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm constantly trying to get through. And uh, it's been that way for most of my life. That almost seems like it's it's a, based on what I've I know about you already and, and what you've written about in your first book, mm-hmm. your writing. It's almost like a metaphor for like your life just kind of overcoming uh, the odds to to triumph. Right, that the goal of the jammer, you know, overcome adversity. Pushing uh, past the butts. <laughs> like, you know. but, you know, the doubts. Pushing past the That's doubts. Right. It's like, yes, it's, uh, you know, physically I'm trying to get past these butts. But like in, you know, l- not literally, but <laughs> well, literally, yes. yes. But, you know, and, and also um, metaphorically. I am trying to get past the buts, but the buts are the doubts. Like, I want to do this, but I want to do that, but. And mm. we all have that, right? We all right. think we all have the buts that get in our way. It, it, it's hurt to, it hurts to be indecisive. And I imagine like in the sport itself, sometimes you just have to act. You can't right. overthink it, mm. especially when you have people like actively trying to like stop you and, and hurt you. Exactly. You know, and like yeah. take you <laughs> take out. You down, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So that's a little bit about, about the Derby. Let's talk about the romance. Like how does, how does this become uh, such a, a valuable thing in your life that it's, it's to what you describe it in that way. Right. Cause when I think of romance, it's this grand thing. It's, it's something powerful, for someone to experience. So there was a button that came out that I noticed when I started um, roller derby. And it was one that we would wear. And it said, talk derby to me. And that was when we were trying to recruit girls uh, or, you know, at the time, women, um, anyone over the age of 18. And so uh, we'd wear, we'd go and um, promote and we wear these buttons and people would ask us about derby. Mm-hmm. And it was just super cool. And when um, I was thinking that I uh, about this book, which I have to admit, it was not my idea. I have a friend okay. and I talk about her in this book and she always gets me to do these things like <laughs> you should write a book. You should do this. You should do that. And I do them <laughs> and I don't know why she has this power <laughs> over That's me. That's the most important person you can have in your life. She is. She's you. amazing. And I just want to give her credit because it was, you know, she just like, and I told her that I was like, thank you for this idea. And she's like, D, I could have given anyone this idea. I knew you would do it. And that made me feel really good. So I give her the credit for it. But when I was, she said I should write a book. She didn't tell me what to put in it. She didn't tell me uh, what I should call it or whatever. So, so she this knew. Is years ago. Before. This was years ago. And finally, I decided to do it after I did my first book. My first book was Let's Get My Feet White. Would I be able to write a book? And that came about another way. But that's another story for another we'll time. we dive into that in a bit. Yeah. yeah. So then, um, so I, I was, I thought it, it just came to me, my derby romance a lot. I, I usually, there's been a couple of times where I get my title first before I get my info. And I did see it as a relationship because I've broken up with derby many times. Um, I've been over it. I wasn't coming back to it. Um, it's in the beginning, it swept me off my feet. I lived for it. I did everything for it. It was my Honeymoon life. Stage. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I would do anything for derby. And I did. You know, I used it, it did, it was my, it was life, Derby was life. And I would dream about it. I would think about it. I would 
you know, constantly thinking of drills, constantly thinking better ways to get past, you know, always just derby, derby, derby. I was driving and I'm jamming on the freeway, like trying to like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was, yes, it was, it's so bad. Drive like a jammer. It's, it's a real thing. It's, it's, it's a real thing. But um, no, we're not like that anymore. We're like an old married couple and mm. I pick my battles with it and I, you know, I'm, I'm in a better place <laughs> in a lot of aspects. Um, but yes, I, I, I found my balance with Derby. I found my place and I know where to put it. So it's nice. It's a yeah. nice place. Yes. So yeah, it's not just a catchy title. It it, it means that much more the, the growth that you've been able to do alongside your, your attachment to Derby. Absolutely. It's been toxic for me as well. Um, it it saved my soul at one point and then it was toxic at one point and it was just finding that balance you know there's it's not just me and derby there's a lot it's a family and there's a lot of personalities that go uh, to practice and they have their own agenda and they have their own derby romance and so sometimes it conflicts with what you're trying to do and it's um there's a lot going on besides what's going on on the track you know so I think I mentioned, I don't know if it was this take or the one that never happened, <laughs> but, you know, to to come out with two books in, in less than three years is a lot. But something that, that we were talking about off the show is that these are stories that have already been living in you anyway. Um, and a lot of the, the stories, and it's almost like some essays too. The first book, I like that that uh, there's something very uh, chuqueño and border about, about the, that fact that you're just kind of, um, telling these stories that through any medium, right? And and so in the first first collection, you I think you I remember hearing you say that you know these are things you you had written these like years back, like in old notebooks you had found and a lot of that stuff. And even with Derby, obviously this is detailing experiences from up to over twelve years ago, at least, right? So you know you've you've lived these stories, and I think there's an importance for anyone listening that all of us have stories to tell. Um, what's been the the reaction in the Derby community to to your newest book? Um, from what I've heard, of course, a lot of people can relate to a lot um, of the stories. Uh, and the reason I wanted to put my story out there is um, because I think that anyone who joins a group, period, whether it's roller derby. There's something that they're looking for um, with Derby strength, um, friendships, um, you know, exercise, accountability, um, so many things, right? Um, they want to forget something. They're moving forward. There's, they're, they're looking, they're seeking. Anytime you join a group, you're seeking something. And what I wanted, the reason I wanted to share my story is because I wanted to, to show people that Derby is a tool, but whatever you're seeking is inside yourself. And I had to figure that out and how I figured that out. And it didn't, I didn't just happen with Derby. I went through recovery. I've gone through breakups. I've had loss. I've been by myself. There was a time when I needed Derby and it wasn't there. And, um, you know, there was a time where Derby was my pain. And so um, I think it's a beautiful thing, but... I also think that um, it's one of those things that, uh, 
you know, you, you hold on loosely to and you pick yourself over anything else mm-hmm. and, 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 um, and, and to, to find where are you taking it too seriously? Because, you know, it being an amateur sport, which it's underrated. It really is. Roller Derby should be on ESPN. <laughs> they have such crazy things on ESPN. Didn't it used to be like really popular on like when they showed on ESPN? Like, no, you know, they like would show it with like wrestling and stuff. Yeah. And-, and that was the thing, you know, it was, <laughs> you know, that was the thing that it was uh, very staged. Mm. This is not staged. Yeah. This is athleticism. This is practice. This is devotion. You know, these, these women and men and non-binary, um, mm-hmm. these people who do roller derby, um, I mean, it's a passion. I have broke up with derby so many times and I did start cheating on roller derby with races. <laughs> I started doing triathlons, marathons, right, yeah. and and I talk about that in the book as well. I st- my eyes started to wander and it wasn't the <laughs> same in the beginning, but now I really do love um, racing. And, uh, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that, uh, I kind of forgot where I was going with. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's a lot to, to go over, but (laughs) you know, the fact that you just kind of just casually a triathlete, you know, that (laughs) did you do a lot of training leading into that or? So, um, I had been in Derby almost I think it was six or eight years and I was wondering how much my body was going to be able to handle roller derby. Uh, I started when I was 30 years old. I'm 42 now. And so about 38, I was like, um, dude, <laughs> I don't know how many hits I can take. <laughs> anymore. But um, going into the rule set that I'm in now on a uh, flat track, um, Positional blocking is a lot different from the hits that I was taking on a bank track. And, what was that uh, called? The, the what track? Bank track. Bank track. And that's the one that kind of slants yes. up, slopes upward? Right. Okay. So uh, when I first started, we started flat track. And then the league that I was with went bank track. And so I was able to do both. And now I'm on a flat track league because there's two leagues in El Paso. I'll have beautiful people on them. And I'll have a heart for quads, man. Four wheels. It's a thing. People will be like, you do that uh, rollerblading thing. And I'm like, no, <laughs> dude, I don't. I don't. <laughs> skates. There's skates and they're quads. I don't want to be like a stickler about it. I'm like, yeah, dude, the roller, the right. rollerblade. <laughs> but for those of you listening, now, now, now you know. You know. Yeah. It's a thing. It's we a don't like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So my whole thing also was to inspire. My um, my new motto is my desire is to inspire because I did have to ask myself, why am I doing these things? Why do I feel like I need to tell my story? And I always felt like I have a lot of hope. I've had a lot of things go wrong in my life, just like everybody else. I'm not saying that my life's the worst, but you know, some heavy stuff. And I wanted to share it with people because there's a lot of the, um, a lot of things that happen where I guess I haven't to be like, you know, this is why I messed up. This is why my life's not like this because A, B, and C happened to me and I could be the victim. I really mm-hmm. could. Um, but I wasn't. And I can't tell you why I wasn't, but for some reason I had a lot of hope and I have so much of it and I just want to give it away. And the only way that I can show it and help people on a larger scale besides when, who I come into contact with is 
to tell my horrible, you know, embarrassing stories and how I came out of them and tell people you can do it too. If you only knew me, I'm just a normal girl like that didn't graduate from school. And, you know, I just, you can just say, I'm going to do it and mm -hmm. do it. You yeah. just have to do it. And, you know, I think I'm a, a testament of that, you know? Yeah, that's wonderful. And I think a lot of, a lot of people see that respect it you know and what you're doing now in this in these works so definitely where can people uh pick up copies so uh my derby romance is on amazon um forget soladera was published here locally so i have copies but i'm working on getting it also on amazon because i do have friends and family that don't live here uh i can always mail them out i have uh ig of Queen Bumble underscore D. Okay. I'm also on Facebook on Diana Lee Ortega. Uh, you can always message me and I can mail them out or deliver them right, yeah. right now. Order, order some copies. I think be good gifts. And uh, I always, one of the points of this podcast and pretty much almost anything I do in town is, is to be a platform and promote writers, people who have artistic projects that, that people should hear about. Um, so uh, earlier we were talking about some other some other aspects though you know one of the things that you have so many stories just about roller derby even to the point that you've you've wanted to start a podcast tell us a little like maybe give us a little teaser like if you were to start one like what what, what can we expect out of it oh man <laughs> I dream about this all the time um <laughs> So I am in the process. I had quite, like, I'm running into some um, obstacles like opening music, stuff I get, got it, you know, have rights to or not have rights to and not. But um, I'm, su I'm super excited to hear other people's derby romance. I want to know how derby swept you off your feet. There you go. And has derby ever broke your heart? You know, um, things like that I share in my book. Uh, things to, right now, because we're a full contact sport, we cannot play. There are a bunch of um, derby community that's at home right now and skating on their streets and doing what we do um, to just get that itch out. But um, right now would be a great time to do a derby podcast where people can continue to inspire each other and be like, that's why I started and not give up on it. And pretty soon, hopefully... We'll be able to skate with each other again, hit each other again, because that's what we like to do. That's how we show we, our love. Um, we're abusive. No, no, that's toxic. I'm just kidding. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. No, but, you know, it's like siblings, you know, we pick yeah. on each other. Yeah, you guys got that tough sibling style. Oh, love. yeah. We're warriors. We just love just just like hitting each other. It's It's fun. Yeah, these are definitely tough times for people, especially when, when we can't do some of the things that we love. This is true also on my end where uh, and a lot of listeners on this show already, we do our open mics and we can't go to a venue and perform just yet. That's so do I think that's that's perfect if, to tell these stories, you know, and get other people's stories. I think that'd be very uplifting for, for your community right now. Absolutely. I'm excited to get um, all sorts of different walks of life. People um, not not just single moms, but, you know, from all walks of life, you know, to talk about how they were introduced to roller derby. And I know it'll be inspiring and we can cry together and we can laugh together 
And we can continue to just um, encourage each other and support each other during this time because that's what Derby is. It's a community and it's a family. And so I just want to, I'm glad that I was able to have the book ready during this time. It was almost, uh, you know, God sent because it's, it's, um, it's a good time to, to get together and be strong for each other. I love it. I love it. And so, I mean, you know, we've been talking a lot about your book, but you're obviously involved with a lot of other aspects. We've talked about triathlete, but you're also a hairstylist. You know, you do a lot of uh, modeling, you know, and to talk a little bit about about that, you know, you're just kind of pursuing your your goal, your dreams all across the board in a way. Oh, wow. That's a doozy. (laughs) Um, well, modeling, um, I started doing that, um, maybe like six years ago, I get asked to do, um, photo shoots. A lot of it is because I'm very colorful, I believe. Um, I really like your tattoos when you do a shoot and a lot of shoots that I've gotten have been because of Derby. I try kind of sometimes to steer away from that because I'm, you know, I have my own ideas. I also like taking pictures. I like taking, um, I started taking a lot of pictures of our city when I started running and I saw El Paso from a beautiful view from a different perspective. I would, uh, go down alleys that I'd never go down if I hadn't been on foot, you know, having to run 18 miles, you see a lot of El Paso, you know, and it's beautiful. Um, so I do that. Uh, I do a lot of things. I wear a lot of hats and I, I spin a lot of plates. Uh, I just feel like I've always been that kind of person that if I'm not doing everything that I want to do like and try at least once, I at least want to try it, you know, and I do have addictive personality. So if I love it, I'm going to do the shit out of it. And yeah. and I really will. Like I am hooked. And so I do. I, and I, and so I've known, I've, I've been gentle with myself and I know if some things are seasonal. Maybe I won't be doing this, but I'll be doing this, but I'm always working on something because I just feel like life is to experience. That has been what I've figured out in all these years is like, I came to earth to experience life and I'm going to experience everything that I want to, not what people think I should do, what I want to. And if I can, then I'm going to. And so, you know, starting Derby at 30, uh, doing races at 35, I am now 42 and I have two books. You can't tell me that I can't do something anymore. I just won't believe you. <laughs> That's like, right. I'm like, you know what? I do what I want. You already have a track record against <laughs> it, right? Like- yeah, I seriously will do what I want. And of course I make <laughs> sacrifices and of course I, you know, and, um, I do have two kids and I love, um, that I'm, I'm just trying to show them that don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Don't tell yourself that you can't even, I even tell my kids not to even listen to me when Mm -hmm. I have doubt, you know, Mm -hmm. don't even listen to me. If you feel like this is something you can do, you do it. And I'll always try to encourage you and I'll try not to let my past thoughts, you know, get in the way and always just be like, yeah, you can, yeah, you can, you know, and because you can, you know, and, um, there's nothing different about me than anybody else. I, I just, I don't, I don't distract myself 
by comparing myself with other people. That's one thing. That can, yeah, that's definitely a, a thing that a lot of us tend to do, like even without even thinking about it. Right. Right. The grass is greener than said, oh, yeah, that, like, that lane yeah. is faster. Yeah. And we always look at what other people are doing with, in, without focusing on ourselves. So right. That's... Like I'm not, a, <laughs> I, haven't been, I haven't been writing poetry forever. I haven't been like, I just have these stories. I need an editor. <laughs> I need, these were totally like, well, not my poetry book, but like I need an editor. Mm-hmm. I just have a story. It's not mm-hmm. like, um, it's like, okay, I'm gonna tell you my story and you put it in good words. Yeah. Okay, cool. You know? And, um, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I want, I want people to see in all these, you know, I'm not trying to promote myself. I'm trying to promote the fact that I'm just like you. Um, so if there's something that you want to do, I'm here to show you that you can do it because I was the underdog. I yeah. was the, you know, I didn't, I mean, coming out of where I came out of, like, I didn't have a future. But I just decided that that wasn't going to be the end of my story. It's true. You can really decide. It's not for everybody else. Every Everybody outside of you that you see doing stuff, it's not just for them. You can do it, too. Yeah. Wow. And you've you've definitely been proving that. And I know that there's so much more ahead of you. We, we've we just in our chatting before the show, you've talked about a bunch of other ideas, but maybe no spoiler well. alerts, you know, I don't, I don't know. Just so I don't, what I would suggest is like, follow her, you know, <laughs> check, check her out online or Instagram. Um, definitely uh, check out the book, support, you know, and, and learn about this very fascinating person in El Paso, this region that is so full of people with vibrant stories with a lot to tell and that is inspiring, right? How was it again? Aspire to inspire? No. I desire to inspire. I desire to inspire. Yes. That's a that's a great way to leave that off. <laughs> Do you want to give any shout out as we kind of maybe start to end, do a little Daniel Mont of the show? Like, do you have any shout outs to, to people that you'd like to give out? Oh, man. I would be <laughs> afraid to leave anybody out. That's always my fear. Uh, but, you know, today I actually posted a song from 10,000 Maniacs. Um, what is it called? Uh, kind and generous where she says, I want to thank you. And it's just a universal song. And, um, there's just been so many people along the way that have consistently helped me, even when it's with a, just a little bit of a mental breakdown, me not being computer savvy, um, with photographs and artwork and encouragement, even, um, you know, getting me up there to to do my first reading. I've never read my I'd read, yeah. I never read my poetry out loud. I can't believe it. This is the Beyond podcast. We even even talked about the time you started. You were reading at BWAMS. Oh God, those picks. I was shaking so <laughs> bad. I probably still would. I'm not real good at reading my own stuff, but um, I'm trying. And promoting is hard for me too. Putting myself out there, but God, I don't. I I want. I, I hope, my hope is that you know who you are and you've helped me and you know my heart goes out to you and I sincerely appreciate it. But, um, and, and I love my kids, um, AJ and Athena. Yes, that's my family. And I do have a lot of friends who are my family and a lot of people who love me and I love them back. And I just want to thank them for their support. That's powerful, you know, like, I, uh, you know, we, uh, the people that we surround ourselves with, 
is so much about us too, you know, and, and it's, it's important to have those, those people around. So yeah, it's, it's great. Um, so keep those people around you guys listening right now, even through any of these tough times, who knows what the future has in store, but you know, true to, to D's advice here, I mean, just let's, let's make the best of it. Let's, let's follow our goals. It's perfect right. time to make your dreams happen. There you go. I love it. I love it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Any last, any last points, plugs before I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember we should have written things down. <laughs> I'm, I'm a ter- I'm t- I failed to- as host today. No, you did But we have talked about, it. we're about half an hour in. Yes. Just dream big, dream, dream big. big. Don't put any limits on yourself. Don't that you're the only person getting in your way. Yeah. You really are because everybody is a reflection of you and you feel like if things, people are in your way. It's not people. It's you. Everything within, not without. That's right. Just do it. That's right. Just so hopefully, Nike. Yeah. Nike. Nike. <laughs> New sponsors. <laughs> One hopefully. day. Oh, have, do you have like a dream sponsor? Like if you're skating? Um, no. <laughs> no. Like, you know, I, we, could, we could tag them. We'll post the episode. Uh, we'll tag them. And they're like, oh, I like your story. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's get her. I'm so bad with like brands of any kind. Like my, my, the girls, they are always doing stuff with their skates and getting new stuff. And with having a couple of kids and everybody having their own interests, (laughs) interests, it's like, no, man, I've had these wheels. Like somebody gave them to me. I just wear them. Like they're better than the last ones I had. What kind are they? I'm like, I don't know. Let me see. Oh, it's kind of worn out. They're these. They're green. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad. Yeah, no, I'm not that. Hey, what, what's new? What, you know, newbies, they come. Oh, you know, Harley. My, my name is Harley Hitter. You know, Harley, right. um, you know, what skates do you use? And I'm like, oh, no, ask her. Ask her about all the skate stuff because I just go <laughs> and these probably need some stuff done. And I just I'm so used to them that I just skate on them. I'm so bad with that. That's fine. I'm, you just remind me of one of my one of my favorite or, or one of the most entertaining parts about roller derby is is getting to hear everybody's like unique names that they choose. Yeah, uh, because it's mine's it, the worst. I don't <laughs> like mine. Mine stinks. Everybody has such cool names. Like they're always like there's like a pun involved, and it, it's. I actually have I've come up with better names, uh-huh. but everybody calls me Harley for so long that I can't like it just became you. Oh man, I wanna be um sugar hits. I just saw that on the sticker. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I want it to be Jam and Joplin. Oh, okay. I want it to be um, Habanera Hippie. So I use them as other things because, you know, people would be like, well, what are we going to call you? So I have a new one. And when we come back, I'm going to try it. And I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. But if you you follow Derby, then you'll see that I might have a new name this season. There you go. Keep your ears and minds open. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you have plenty of names possibly for your your hair salon, your your business. Thinking about that, if anybody has any hair salon names, send them this way. I'm still trying to decide. (laughs) And hit her up for that too. Yes. You guys are interested. uh, What kind of services do you provide in that that side here? Oh, I do it. Color, fades. Um, cuts. I'm thinking that I'm going to start doing nails. So, um, yeah, it's right at on. Bohemian Barbarous. <laughs> what is my Insta? Bohemian <laughs> Barbarous. Uh, 
on Instagram. I don't know. Bohemian Barbers and Beauty. Bohemian uh, Barbers and Beauty. But that's going to change. So that's why yeah. I don't want to get too, yeah. yeah, you know, too buddy-buddy with that. <laughs> so hit me up with some new names. There you go. We'll keep you updated. Yes. All right. Very cool. So I'm excited to to hear this. We'll probably close it out with a little, little uh, section, maybe be reading from something and then uh, you know, I want to thank you for joining today. Thank you for having me. This has been so cool. If you guys are interested, um, follow Roller Derby Scene. Go check out some some matches once those start happening. They're called bouts. Bouts. I should. I knew. I was, I was saying. I was like, I don't know what's <laughs> called. I was gonna say game, but game sounds even more way off. Matches. <laughs> yeah, sounds matches closer, sounds closer. Bouts. Bouts. So, bouts. Roller if you guys Derby bouts. Listening. Yes. Go check out some bouts. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> El Paso Roller Derby. Also, there's Borderland. That's the bank check. Check support your local roller derby. Yeah. I mean, we're all about supporting local. If you guys don't know, like, I don't know, I hear way too many people complain that there's nothing to do, but they're not willing to find these things and, and try them. So, you know, if you've heard this or if you have a friend or family member who's said this kind of thing before, tell them no. Go take them to a, a derby belt. Yes, a derby and, belt. And, and show them what's up. I mean, you know, once it's safe to do so. Right. <laughs> once they are out there. And um, until then, support other ways. Like I said, check out the authors. Uh, we'll be posting um, some of the stuff that Dee has read on our on our Instagram accounts, and I'm sure you'll share it. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks Thank for being on. Thank you for on. listening. Be on this podcast. Peace. Bye. Bye.